Okay, so, Baruch Hashem, we're able to get through the uh, preparation of the slicha, which are uh, the first of the slichos, which we're going to say uh, to uh, tomorrow. Uh, those who would like to follow along, so there's a sheet on the, the little uh, table over there. So here, what fascinates me most about this is I told you uh, two interesting things. Number one is I told you that the slichos generally are going to be based on the introductory psukim. So this time I went ahead and I put the introductory psukim at the top of the, uh, the first side of the, uh, the page. And, uh, and it turns out that as much as I try to, uh, to search for it, you don't see, as opposed to last night, you don't see any of the phrases from those psukim appear in the slicha itself. In fact, if you look at the, the psukim, so you see, we won't re- read them all together, you could read it as, as I'm talking, but you see that clearly the, uh, the six psukim, or the six phrases which are, which are there, so all have to do with our sins. Now that's a theme that we would expect in Slichos. In Slichos we're expecting that when we open up the Slichos book, we're going to be saying, so many sins, so terrible, so many sins, terrible, forgive us, forgive us, forgive us, we're so embarrassed and humiliated and all of that stuff. And that is essentially the theme of those introductory uh, psukim, is saying that we have so many sins, what are we going to do? Kim Our only hope is forgiveness with you, and that's where we... That's where we uh, uh, we, we hope, and that's what we fear. And HaKadosh Baruch the last one, Atovo B'Mishpat Imanu, don't come to judgment with us because we're, we're in trouble. Because nobody would survive that type of thing. That's what we expect from Slichos, those Psokim. Then, as we're going to read through now, what it turns out is not only do none of the Psokim appear in the Slicha itself, but the theme has nothing to do with sins. Now, we may be able to connect it at the end and say ultimately everything which we read about is traced back to sin, but really what's going on over here, as you're going to see, is this sounds very much like kinos. Kinos in the sense that we were supposed to be in this special place in this world, having a special relationship with Hashem, and what we're observing is the exact opposite of all of that. And throughout the slicha, as we go through it, you'll, you'll, you'll see if I, if I missed it, but we don't mention sin once. Sin is not the topic of this. In fact, and this is really the second point, the more dominant theme seems to be that the nations of the world, they oppress us and they torture us and they kill us. And you, God, you should be punishing them. So it's not a forgiveness thing. It's not that we have so many sins and therefore that's why we're suffering. It's we're your special children, we're your special people, and therefore those who hurt and those who harm us they should be getting repaid for that. There should be some sort of retribution for that. Why isn't that taking place? Yeah? Is it half of, some of the functions of this, where the author was living, I mean, from the video from the back earlier today, that was in from Italy. You know, and I don't know, maybe, you know, seeing the Roman conquest and stuff like that, it had, I'm guessing, but wouldn't that have an impact on the author's Yes, 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 for sure, for sure. So th- that much in terms of the historical stuff, so that, that I don't know. I'm not a, a history type of person. And even if, you, if I were to tell you who it was and where they lived and the year in which they lived, I wouldn't know what was going on in the world at that time anyways. So that would be more research than, uh, than uh, at least uh, for this cycle that I'm going to be, uh, be able to do. Okay, so what do we say over here? So your ways, God, are not like that of man. So right away, our question is, where is your vengeance? There are people who are torturing us. You should be taking revenge. It's not there. We don't see what's going on. And your counsel, that it should really be eternal. 
Bas berarta leves chem dasecha. So you chose a daughter, Klai Yisrael is the daughter, in order to be in your precious house in the Beis HaMikdosh. Be'alua adonim. And other masters have taken bilis, have taken ownership, have taken possession. And as a result of that, we, the Jewish people and God, can't be tzamud, can't join together, can't attach. Goa, and as the Jewish people, we cry out, He said, this can't be happening because I'm betrothed to God. And therefore, how is it possible that translation, the abhorred oppressor is going to be trampling all over me. That doesn't make any sense if God actually feels a close relationship with us. And we treat ourselves as if we've been sentenced to death. And we are, uh, we're exiled and we're onus, we're, we're, we're forced to do things by the nations of the world. And here again, we're like a woman who's sent away from God without receiving a get. The worst circumstance to be in, a naguna. And we're like a child who's become an orphan and is just wandering around aimlessly with no place to go, nobody to go ahead and take that person in homeless. So here's again these contrasts. We used to be this closed garden, meaning something which is special and something which is expensive and something that you're trying to protect. And instead, we've become hefker, we've become ownerless, like maluach, like something which is inedible that nobody even cares about. Umayan chasum, again, we are a spring which was sealed, which was protected because it provides valuable water. Nirpaz daluach, and people step all over it, and it's become polluted waters, and nobody is even interested in it anymore. Canal, think of. Zam kerega, what used to be that your anger would be for just a moment, and that way we could survive because your anger was not really something which was long-lasting. And now, rather than being momentary, it's something which lasts days and months and years and decades and centuries. Zere Kodesh, those who used to wear, the Kohanim used to wear this golden crown, meaning that sits. And now they're poured out, meaning their blood is poured out and just spilled, is spilled everywhere. And we who were your beloved, your beloved friend, and now where we used to be a beautiful gem, Chashuva, we are, uh, v'azuva, we're abandoned. Chashuva, kikoraz, bapuch, and now we are considered like the prostitute who goes ahead and paints around her eyes. Tov hatar, and what used to be our beautiful appearance, kidoranis miperch, is now turned black as a result of the hard labor, the difficulty which we endure in exile. Triyamaka, the wounds which we have from the suffering from the nations of the world, so those wounds are open in their gaping wounds and they're painful, and we have no way of being able to heal them. Second side, Yom Nakam, here again, going back to the vengeance which we're expecting, the day of revenge that you, God, should be taking against the nations of the world, seemingly the path in that direction has been shut down. Traffic isn't going. Yom Shilum, this is like Tashlumen, the day of payment, Nechtam Cherech is also seemingly behind a closed window, and nobody's accessing it, nobody's going in that direction at all. Koach HaSabal Hichshil Neto, the strength of the person Sabal, the person who's able to carry heavy things, Hichshil has become weakened, or like a Michshel, like a stumbling block, Neto, and it's by, as a result of the, the weight of what we've had to endure. Also read backwards because of the poetry, that even those who survived the murder, those who have survived death, which is all of us who are here, even those who survived, they're left 
crippled and lame. Lola Margoa, not umetaltel. In Lola Margoa, we don't have any rest whatsoever. There's no relief for our circumstance. Not umetaltel, and we just wander about uh, without, without end. We work hard and we toil. And with all of our efforts, somebody else comes along and takes all the benefit of what we did. They take the, uh, the profits of that. Again, the contrast. He went ahead and planted us in a fertile land, meaning he originally put us into Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, it makes no sense to us. So how could it be that we're being trampled like thorns which for a furnace, which are just being squashed down so they can be thrown into the fire and be used productively like that? That's what we feel like. The guardian above should not be sleeping. God should not be sleeping and allowing this to happen. That's what he tells us, that he's not, he doesn't sleep and therefore protecting us. And his plantings, a reference to the Jewish people, are just cast aside to the bulls of Bashan. Again, we're just open for other people to take. So, what's the benefit of the grapevine if it's going to be cut down off of the, uh, the vine? So, and as the grapevine expands and it grows, what's the benefit if it's just going to be plucked away and we're not, nobody's going to get the, the benefit from it? Al-Yad, now again, the contrast. Al-Yad, Chakuka v'totefes. We're engraved in God's hands. V'totefes, a reference to the fact that we're also, the Jewish people are the name inside of Hashem's tefillin. And therefore everything should be good. And therefore it makes no sense that Hashem's love is being swept away and it's being flooded away and there's nothing to show for it. Pulasa rovim miut melechas, the activities of the nation. So there's not really not much that they have to show for what they've accomplished. Priyas sechar rabav holechas, and the amount of, it's, it's priyas sechar, the reward, but what it means is the punishment for what they're doing is something which is constantly growing and increasing, and therefore we should see the expression of that. We should see God punishing them for what they do, and we don't see any of that. So fehi panot. We wait for you, once like we talked about yesterday, that HaKosh Baruch Hu's panim, his, his gaze, should turn in our direction. V'atanim sheches. But it seems to be that it's schlepping along, and we don't seem to be that it's, uh, that it's coming in our direction. We don't see God's positive gaze uh, coming towards us. Tzara pekuda, we have one tragedy or one distress. V'acheres nismeches. And the next one, samuch, is right afterwards. So there's no relief in between one and the other. It's not even like a cycle that you have up and down and up and down. It's just bad, 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 bad. Just coming one after the other. Kodesh reishis, we were HaKadosh Baruch Hu's first. We're, we're sanctified as HaKadosh Baruch Hu's first. Arimas se'arim she'arim. And the pile of the most expensive grain. So once again, there should be good things which are happening to us. But, but instead we are scattered about. The Zeruyim is we're scattered about. To the ends of the earth. Really like, uh, like barley. Barley was always considered to be animal food. So it's, a, it's a worthless, uh, almost a worthless commodity. And as the wind blows, the uh, leaves in the forest. And we go ahead and we run away quickly as we hear that sound, because in our minds it sounds like somebody's attacking us. So we're so traumatized by our experience in Gullus that even the sounds of leaves blowing in a forest is something which frightens us and causes us to run away. The 98 curses, these are the curses that we just read this past Shabbos from Parshas Kisavo in the Tochacha. 
And we were, those were fulfilled together with other ones. And on top of that, there were even more than that, more and more and more than even what's, what's written over there. That's all that is what we have experienced. And therefore, as I said, not a mention of sin at all. There's no mention of sin, and it's much more of the fact that we are suffering, and the nations seem to be the ones who are causing our suffering and torturing us, and nothing's happening to them, and therefore we're, we're sort of at a loss. Terachim, Kadosh Baruch be merciful. Tikabsenu mikarnos eila, and gather us together, kibos, gather us together from the corners of the world. And here, this is shameless, so you'll make sure that if you're not going to take it and use it, so you'll... Uh, trying to protect it from that, but I, I missed this one. As And if you do so, having mercy and gather us in from the exiles, as then the nations of the world will finally realize, and they'll have to say, Higdil Hashem Lasosimela, that Baruch did great things for them. So this, as I said, this is an unusual thing because we don't have any, uh, any reference to the Pesukim which introduce it, nor are the themes seemingly similar, but if you want, you could say that the, the, the underlying reason why we're so uh, astonished in the, by the contrast of what's taking place is because we acknowledge that it must be that our sins. And if Akash Baruch is holding accountable for all the sins which we do, then the consequence of that is going to be what we're describing over here in terms of Akash Baruch not, uh, not taking care of us. But there is no direct connection between them, and this seems to be much more dominated by our desire for the revenge against the nations that oppress us than a, 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 a certain for forgiveness to, to, from HaKadosh Baruch Hu for our sins.